Welcome back to Anchor Itis. My name is Aaron. Thank you so much for joining me again. So listen, um, we're going to do something a little bit different this time. So you'll notice, so you'll notice that I've changed the description of this channel again. <laughs> uh, as I'm trying to learn um, what this podcast is going to be, um, I really haven't changed it ma- that much from last time, I swear. I've just added a line to it because... I think that this is a direction I kind of want to go and something that would have some legs to it. Um, So now I said it is a podcast about the exploration of ideas and self-discovery, which sounds really, uh, I mean, that sounds really pretentious, pretentious, pretentious. It sounds very pretentious, but, um, I think it's true. I think that's what I want to try to do with this podcast. There's going to be a lot of times where it's just me trying to talk things through and talk about things that I don't typically talk about out loud. Um, I'm a very internal kind of person and I tend to not, I tend to have a lot going on in my head, but not express that out to the world as, as much as I probably should. So, so I think that I'm going to use this this podcast here is a way for me to explore ideas, yes, but also to kind of discover who I am. Uh, it sounds weird, you know. It sounds like a little, a little hooey, a little hokey, a little um, woohoo. But I think it's going to be important for me, um, and it's just something that I haven't put a lot of thought into. And I think that's what makes me want to try this because go my entire young adult life without really thinking too much about who am I? Uh, why am I here? What am I doing? And I kind of want to know that stuff. So I know you all probably know about personality tests, right? Uh, Everybody takes them, especially my generation. They seem to be really popular among the millennials, as you would say. And I've taken them before myself, of course, the Myers-Briggs, which is great. Um, And then there was this one that came out recently called the Nine Personalities, which is basically just the Myers-Briggs kind of explained a little bit more, I guess, and modernized too. Um, Sorry, I'm opening my uh, LaCroix, not a sponsor. But if you want a sponsor, I'd be okay with that. Um, Anyway, where was I? I just kind of... I just completely lost my train of thought. Cool. Anyway, so that that personality test, there we were. That's that's where we're at. So they kind of modernized it a lot for millennials. Um, and so I'm going to talk really quick about that personality test. But then we're going to take, or we, I, am going to take a personality test on the podcast with you. And I'll tell you more about that in a second. So um, the... The Myers-Briggs basically puts me at an INFP, and that is basically a intuitive feeling perceiving, I think is what it's called, introverted, intuitive feeling perceiving, something like that. Basically, it says that I'm an introvert, uh, but I feel very deeply. I have very complex emotions that I tend to bottle up inside, and I perceive the world a little bit differently. And I do think that I have a way of perceiving or reading the vibe of a room and being able to either match that or just, just understand that something doesn't feel right in this room. Something, somebody's mad at each other or, you know, there's some kind of conflict or something like that. So I think that that fits pretty well, right? But when I took that nine personalities one, it was kind of like, all right, here's your type. Um, it's, there's nothing wrong with this. Everything's great. You're awesome. And it doesn't really dive too much into what should you fix? What should you, what should you learn to accept about yourself that, Hey, that's just who I am. And what can be changed through nature, nurture, whatever the case may be, hard, good, good old fashioned hard work, um, willpower, things like that. So what I want to try to do is, is do this new test that I heard about. Um, it's called the Enneagram. I might be saying that wrong. 
but I just started listening to a podcast. It's called the E9 Podcast. Um, you can check that out anywhere podcasts are uh, provided. But it is a, a podcast by a couple of guys who are just um, trying to trying to figure out what other people's types are, and they have really interesting conversations, and I like it. So it got me to thinking I need to try to see where I fall on this spectrum. The Enneagram is like nine different personality types, like much like the nine personalities test that I took before, but it seems a little bit different. Um, I don't want to get too much into it yet because I also I want to take this with you guys now, and I haven't taken this yet. Um, I'm going to take a short test. There is a short one that I found on, let's see. It's kind of hard to find ones that you think are going to be good because... There is one out there that is actually a uh, from the Enneagram Institute that's actually a pay, and it takes about 40 minutes to get through, and I definitely am going to do that, but I don't necessarily want to sit here for 40 minutes on the podcast and waste your time listening to me answer questions, but this this test here is going to be, um, it's going to be a little personal. So I am going to try to answer as honest as possible. Since I have sort of already, I've already had these types explained to me, I do have an idea about where I fit. Um, but what's important to know about the this type of personality test is that you can probably fit into more than one category. And I think we all can see that in our personal lives. I am a one way at work and I'm a different way at home, and I'm a different way at church, and it, I have different flexing types of personalities to deal with whatever kind of social situation I'm in at the time. So it's hard to say which one is your true self, but it should be the one that is the most dominant. That ends up coming out more often than not, and it also helps you judge, okay, if you're stressed out, well, then you kind of tend to take the personality traits of this number over here. But when you're doing your best and your life is great and everything's working well for you, then you're over here. But generally, this is the number you're at. So I'm not going to say right now what I think I am, but I will tell you at the end if I believe that that's the case. Um, if I agree with it, if I don't, we're going to talk it through. And then, you know, we'll just we'll go from there. We'll figure out exactly what, we're, what I'm going to do with this information after that. But. I just think it's really important to know who you are and we're going to have kids soon and I really want to be able to help them understand themselves and I'm just the kind of person that honestly I probably have the personality type that would lead me more to take a personality test than anybody else so I think that's where I'm falling but that's all I'll say right now. So, okay, so I'm taking this one on eclecticenergies.com. I don't know if this is the best one. I just kind of searched around for a while. Um, I found the paid one that I think I'll probably do eventually, but this one's a little bit shorter, um, so I don't know how long this podcast will be, but we'll try to get through it and we'll talk it out. Okay, so this says to honestly grade each statement, yes for yes, this is really me. Partly for this is partly how I am, and no for this is probably not how I am. Even if you don't know whether it applies, it usually is best to check no. Okay, so I need to keep that in mind. Uh, there's a lot of times where I'm like, I don't know. Like either way, then I'm gonna check no on that. So, okay, so the first question is, I love to take care of people, and I'm good at it. I'm going to say partly because I love to take care of certain people. I don't feel a need to take care of everyone. I don't have that that drive to care for everyone. That sounds bad. This is, I hope this doesn't make me sound bad, but, you know, I'm going to be honest. And I'm going to tell myself right now that I'm going to be honest because, really, I do not have to post this. If it gets too real and they're sharing things that I shouldn't be sharing, then I will just not post it. So I'm giving myself permission right now to be honest, and I'll review this afterwards and see if it's worth posting. So if you're hearing this, it was worth posting. So self-fulfilling prophecy. All right, next question. I am more sensitive than most people. Sometimes the world just seems too harsh. Hmm, more sensitive than most. 
So I would have to say, yes, I'm probably more sensitive than most people. Um, if that's the scale that we're using, I don't necessarily think that the world seems too harsh. That's why those two sentences don't work together for me. I guess I should say partly then, because that's exactly right. I partly feel that way, but also partly I don't. So, okay, there we go. We're partly. I want to win the approval of those in authority, sometimes even when I don't really like them. Huh. want to win the approval. Yeah. You know what? Because life is easier when your bosses like you. That's all I'll say there. Uh, success, prestige, and recognition really matter to me. Nope. They do not. No, no, no. I don't get depressed easily, if at all. I will agree with that. I don't seem to really get that depressed, at least not on a uh, not easily. Um, I'm too strict with myself and others. I am too strict with myself. Others, I kind of tend to give people a break a lot. I give people a break probably more than I give myself, so I'm going to say partial. Partly. Partly on that. I plan the next adventure before the current one is finished. New. No. I like one adventure at a time, please. I often refrain from acting as I'm afraid of being overwhelmed. Yes. I tend to trust most people. Hmm. Hmm. I tend to trust most people. Partly. I don't trust everyone, but probably the majority of people. Okay, next one. There's 14 pages of this. This is page two. It's hard for me to put my feelings aside even to get a job done. No, I can I can put my feelings aside. Maybe too much. It's important for me to that I be admired by others. And many people do admire me. Hmm. See, I don't like these dual answers because it's important for me to be admired by others. I think that's a no. But many people do admire me. Sort of. I mean... I get compliments a lot, especially in professional life, and I'm trying to be as humble as possible, I'm sorry, but people say, oh, you're you're great, you're a great worker, you're, you know, you have so much potential, yada, yada, but I don't feel like I have to have that. So again, I'm going to go with partly, because half of it is true, half of it is not. I am uncomfortable when people want an emotional response from me. Yes. I am always aware of what needs to be corrected. <laughs> no. Nope. I sometimes do not know what is wrong, but I feel something's wrong, and I don't know how to correct it, so no. In most relationships, I give more than I take. We'll just say, yeah, yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter. I am skeptical, suspicious, and doubtful. Not really. No. Uh, skeptical, suspicious, and doubtful. Nah, no. Um, I could probably use more ambition. Is there a yes, yes, yes that I can click? I could probably use more, a little more ambition, probably a lot more ambition, but I'm going to say yes. I'm pretty domineering. Um, you know... That one's hard. Uh, no, I, it's really not that hard. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm not domineering at all. I don't like to push myself on other people, for sure. I don't see much point in wallowing in negative emotions. When I begin to feel anxious, I tend to throw myself into distracting activities. Yeah, yeah. No, that's great. I don't, I don't try to wallow too much in negative emotions. And I think that I've discovered over the years that Keeping myself busy is super important. If I ever take a vacation that's a little longer than normal and I end up uh, just playing video games all day for a couple days, I ooh, I tend to get into that negative space. And so then what I have to do is like, I need a project. I need to make a video. I need to make a podcast. I need to edit something. So yeah, yeah. Throw myself into activities. Next page. I avoid expressing strong emotions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for better or worse, I compare myself to others to assess how I'm doing. Do I compare myself to others? Um, yeah, for better or worse. Um, hmm. For better or worse, I compare myself to others to assess how I'm doing. 
Yeah. You know, I'm I'm leaning towards partly as well because No, I'm gonna go with my gut. My gut says yes. So alright. It's easy for me to accept other people and they seem comfortable around me because I don't judge them. Yes. Yes. Totally. I don't mind taking a risk. I really like to beat the odds. Taking a risk? Not really. I guess it depends on what it means. If it means trying to uh, to rock climb without without protective cables and stuff, no. Um, but I don't know. It depends on the risk. But I'm going to say... I'm, I'm going to have to say no on that. Yeah. I am a true romantic. Yeah. Yeah. I like to think that. Now, maybe my wife will probably be listening to this and go. <laughs> but I like to think I am. I am more organized than most. Yes. Personal relationships are by far the most important thing in my life. So this is one of those questions where you want to answer it the way that you wish to feel. Um, and I do wish that I put more value on the relationships in my life. Um, I think I'm good with my wife. I think that's good. But I think other relationships, friends, and even extended family could probably be better. So by my actions, and not by my desire, by my actions they're not the most important thing in my life. Man, any family listening to this is going to be like, ugh, ugh. But yeah, I'm right with you. Even though it is frequently irrational, I sometimes worry whether people are talking about me behind my back. Yes. Sometimes when I'm walking around and someone laughs and then they like stop laughing as I walk by, I think they were just laughing about me. What were they saying about me? It's so weird. It's not, and I know, like, when I think of it, it's like, that's completely irrational. But, I, I, yeah, I think that sometimes. Uh, your happiness and your feelings are your responsibility, not mine. Yeah. Well, I feel like for my wife and for my really close family, maybe they're partly mine. I'm going to say partly, but for, like, the Joe Blow on the street, yeah, no, you take care of yourself. Um, I'm quite obtrusive and unobtrusive and easy to get along with. Yep, totally. I'm a good networker. I know how to make connections. Nope. No, not at all. I get bored more easily than most people. I'm always looking for new experiences. No, I really don't get that bored. Even if I have nothing to do, that's the greatest thing to me ever. When I, while I am very loyal to my, while I am very loyal myself, I frequently worry that others are not going to be loyal to me. Um, I am loyal. Um, I don't really worry about people being loyal or not. Maybe I do a little bit. I'm going to say partly on that. Well, but they said to say no. But I want to say yes to the I'm very loyal myself. Hmm. I'm going to say no. Rules annoy me. No, not really. Rules are there for a reason. I am more formal than most people. Nah. Uh, I'm highly individualistic. I'm going to say partly on that because, no, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. I'm more loving than most people. Uh, partly. I think some people love people more than I do. I want to observe and think without giving myself away before I go into action. Yes, I want to observe and think without giving myself away before I go into action. Yes, definitely. I'm more temperamental than most, but it's because my feelings are so strong. Mm, strong feelings. Uh, <laughs> the fact that I joked about that probably means that I need to say yes. I can be temperamental, especially in my head. It may not come out physically or in my actions, but in my head for sure. I don't like commitment. I want, I, who wants to be locked into something, especially if something better presents itself? I better say no to this because if my wife is listening, but no, I don't have a problem with commitment. I really don't think I do. <clears throat> Even though I made a joke and the logic of that first question was if I made a joke, but no, 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 no. Everything's fine. We're good. We're cool. 
uh, I go along with what others want unless I have a very strong desire of my own, which I usually don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pretty much am kind of like, hey, if, if it makes it easier, we'll do what you want. I'm cool. Nobody likes to be intruded upon, but I hate it. Yes. Yes, especially last minute plans. I'm attuned to everything that might be dangerous, and I'm security conscious. Ah, I'm going to say partly to that. There's some things that I feel like I'm conscious about as far as security and other things I think there's a little overkill. So I try to get closer to people by being generous with my time and energy. No, that's something I need to work on, but it's not who I am. I come on pretty strong and can sometimes intimidate people. No, I've been told that I'm scary sometimes um, or that I look um, not angry, but I just look when I'm concentrating on something, I get really into it and I get laser focused, but, um, I can often, I often resent it when I see people doing a slack job. Yes. That irks me so much. There has not been a truer statement on this yet than that. I often resent it when I see people doing a slack job. Weird way of saying it, but when people don't do their jobs, that makes me so mad. People are attracted to me because I impress them. I'm going to say no. I don't know why people are attracted to me. I don't get it. Maybe I should ask my wife that. I see life as a struggle that I intend to win. Mm. It is a struggle. I don't look at life as something to win, so I'm going to say partly. I'm competitive and ambitious, but I don't think of myself as cutthroat. I'm not that. No, I'm going to say no to that. I tend to avoid conflict. Yes. Is there a double yes? I'm drawn to emotional intensity and I'm not afraid to explore the depths. Um, I'm not afraid to explore it in my mind, but exploring it in my... I'm going to have to say partly on that. I am drawn to it. Like I really love talking about this kind of stuff because it, uh, it just fascinates me. So I am drawn to it. Um, am I afraid to explore it? Maybe a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So partly. It's important to me to feel as though I belong. Um, I'm going to say partly on that because sometimes, yes, sometimes in certain situations, I'm like, man, I just want to be one of the guys, you know, and then other ones, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with you. <laughs> so it depends. So partly if I'm not careful, I can get too isolated from others. Yep. Yep. I am meticulous and fastidious, even about details that other people find minor. I'm I'm organized, but I'm not meticulous, I don't think. So I'm going to say partly on that. Sometimes I have overextended myself in trying to help people. Not really. Uh, when making a decision, I often ask myself, which option will yield the maximum enjoyment? Yeah, sometimes. I'm going to say partly on that one, too. i got to turn a light on. It's getting dark in here. Thanks for bearing with me on that little break. Page 7 of 14, we're halfway there, and we're 23 minutes in. Cool. Sorry if you don't like hearing me take these breaks to take a drink, but when I talk a lot, my throat gets really dry and scratchy, and I just have to have something to drink, so sorry. <coughs> and then I get self-conscious <coughs> about the scratchies in my voice, and so that's why... <coughs> I have to cough. All right. Man, to deal with the fear I always have, I'm as nice and warm as possible towards everyone. Okay, so I'm nice and as warm as possible towards everyone. I don't think it's because of fear. But, so I'm going to have to say partly on that simply because I'd like to explore that a little bit more. And so I hope that that comes through. Um, but I don't think it's fear. I think it's just easier to do that. It's easier to just be a nice person. It's strange, but I think there's something beautiful about sadness. Hmm. That's complicated. I, I I'll probably say I'll probably say no to that. But I I kind of am drawn to the idea though of seeing the beauty and everything. Oh, man, okay, I'm going partly because I really am kind of drawn to that, but it's something I've never really thought about until just now. That's interesting. I don't tend to overcommit myself. I have a limited amount of time and energy, yes. 
I am terrified of overcommitting. I don't know why. I just like of and and to like social functions and work things and personal things. And if I don't have time to like recharge my batteries, it gets really like it gets bad, really bad. Okay, I'm gonna try to sit back here a little bit. Um, I'm a big procrastinator. I am not a big procrastinator, but I am a procrastinator, so I'll say partly. Excuse me. I hold a tight rein on my temper. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's something I'm constantly holding back. Probably not healthy. Usually I just focus on the positive sides of people, as focusing on negative traits or events does not help me make relationships more harmonious. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty true statement. Yep. Um, sometimes I like to I like to indulge in negativity. I do, but on for the most part, I am just interested in everybody getting along. It's easier that way. I'm constantly on the lookout for things that might go wrong. Nah, I almost never lose control of myself. Yeah. Almost never. So yes, I'll, I can say yes. Because I want to say, well, sometimes. But yeah, so the, the answer itself is almost never. So yes to that. I want to be noticed, but it also makes me uncomfortable. What? I, okay, I got I to gotta read that again. I want to be noticed, but it also makes me uncomfortable. That is, I, I've always felt like such a walking paradox. Because I'd want nothing more in my life than to be a YouTuber or a, like a celebrity. But then when I think about when I get any kind of glimpse into the reality of that situation, it stresses me out. And I'm just like, I want nothing. So I'll go through long periods of time where I'm like, I don't want anything to do with this. Why would I want to make a podcast? Why would I care if people are listening to me? And then I'll be like, man, I really want to have a podcast. I want to express myself. Like, uh, that is, I am a walking contradiction. And to see it written down like that's kind of cool. Anyway, uh, I accumulate lots of knowledge to counteract my lack of self-confidence. Yeah, yeah, that's me. Next page, page 9 of 14. I am not a show-off. In fact, I have probably been too modest. Yep. And in that, I know that makes it sound like I'm bragging, but it really is a problem. I am far too modest. I don't let it show, but when I'm with someone who is as unique as I am, I get a bit jealous. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Kinda. I get jealous sometimes of people who are in this creative life and they have the stick to itness, you know, like I kind of get jealous of Kevin touch. I'm going to say it. I'll just say it because he has got this level of, I'm just going to stick to it. I'm just going to grind through this. <clears throat> and sometimes I know, you know, that's what it takes in order to make it in this type of industry. And, um, I get jealous of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't let it show. And you know, I, I try to use it to motivate me, which is good. Change. Whether to a new job or a new school makes me more anxious than it does most people. Nah, I like change. Um, I mean, it can make me a little anxious, but <clears throat> it's said than most people, so I'll say no. I can't get rest until the job is done. No, I, I could go to, I can sleep on it. <laughs> Especially if I don't have a deadline, I can definitely sleep on it. Most people don't know who I act. Ooh, most people don't know that I am actually really sensitive as I tend to conceal my emotions. <sighs> this is where it gets real, guys. I'm going to say yes. Page 10. I tend not to consider asking help from others, even those who I love. Yeah. Yeah. Um... I am more dramatic than most. Nah, not really. Pretty stoic. Uh, it takes me quite a lot of time and effort to make important decisions, and I frequently second-guess myself. Yeah, yep. Um, I have a compulsion to do things the right way, even if it's not the most cost-effective. I'm going to say partially. I often lose my focus as my attention tends to drift off from the main issue. Yes, I have that problem a lot. <clears throat> and if you ever get called on, 
and you've been daydreaming a little bit or you've been thinking about something else and they say what do you think Aaron and it's like uh sounds like a good idea to me you know (laughs) that happens sometimes um I am not comfortable with self-revelation You know, this one I'm going to have to probably go partly because I think one of the reasons why I don't know really as much about myself as I should is maybe there is some uncomfortableness to that, Um, but it's something I want to work on, so I'm going to say partly. It's hard to stay passionate and focused. Yeah, yep. My tendency to tell people what's wrong and what they should do about it has sometimes annoyed them. I'll say this strictly for just like my wife. Sometimes... Uh, fellas, all your wife wants to do is just know that they've been heard and listen to how bad their day is without you trying to fix it. I have learned that. <clears throat> Excuse me. I tend to escape reality into a world of idealized fantasy. Yep. Yep. People who aren't what they seem, people, okay, people often aren't what they seem. So I can be really suspicious of their motives. Yeah, I'm going to say partly on that. all depends on the person, right? Okay. I usually fall asleep readily and can even take a nap when I'm stressed out. Yeah, totally. The aesthetics of my surroundings has a strong influence on my mood. Yes, totally. Yes, this this room itself, I now feel so creative in it. And, uh... Yeah, it definitely it definitely helps. Sometimes I don't know what I'm feeling until I've had a chance to think about it. Yep, and even sometimes, even sometimes after that, I still don't. I have been told I'm a perfectionist, and I suppose it's true. No, I've never been told that. I tend to have mixed feelings about many people. Yep. One day I'll be like, you know what, he's not that bad. And the next day I'll be like, I guess I see what people are talking about with him, and he's, yeah, he has this problem and that problem. <clears throat> I seldom compromise on my principles. Mm, no. Um, principles are principles are great, but if you have the opportunity to learn something new and it opens your mind, you need to be open to compromising. Compromising isn't the gr- greatest word, but you need to be flexible. You need to be flexible with it if you learn something new. Um, otherwise, it's dogmatic and you'll get in trouble. I sometimes forget to do something that another person has been pushing me to do. Yep. Usually not on purpose, but because I have so much else going on. I enjoy remembering the past, even if it's a bit melon melancholic. Melancholic, yes, for sure. I was just talking about this today that, you know, some of my um, my love of Lego goes back to my childhood. And some of that I love to remember, even if it wasn't, uh, even if there were some parts that weren't the greatest, I still love to remember that. I still, I still enjoy that. While I value my close relationships, I often feel most myself when I am alone. Yes. And I do really value close relationships. Like my wife is the easiest person for me to talk to. She is probably the easiest person and like the best thing that could have come into my life. But, um, outside of her, I, I would rather just be alone. (laughs) I can easily imagine all the things that might go wrong as I have a very vivid imagination. I can, but I don't tend to um, dwell on it. So I'm going to say partly on that. All right, we're heading to the last page. My life has been permeated by a sense of longing. Yeah. I tend to either comply completely or to (laughs) rebel. Eh, I don't go to either extreme. So I'm going to say no. I don't either comply completely or rebel. I I get a lot of a lot done in the middle. I see all points of view when there's a dispute. So it's hard for me to take a side. It is very hard for me to take a side sometimes. Uh sometimes, sometimes not. And I'll take your side on a particular issue, but that doesn't mean that I agree with everything, which is why I'm not going to label myself Republican or Democrat, because I will agree with you on one thing on this side, but on the other side, I don't agree with everything. So uh, I'm not a one issue kind of guy. Last question. When I really get involved in an intellectual problem that stimulates me, I tend to detach from my emotions. 
going to say partly to that. I don't think I really detach from them because they're always there. But I do really get involved in 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 like some kind of intellectual conversation that I really, especially if it's like a really interesting podcast talking about things I'm interested in, um, I tend to detach from life, from like, and I just think about all this stuff up in my head. So, all right, guys, that is it for the Enneagram test. Um, <clears throat> we are going to look at the results now. Hit that results button. Okay, um, so I'm going to go through what this says here. And then um, I'm going to download this PDF with my test results. Cool. Um, so this is really just a, a baseline, right? This is to kind of tell you, um, this is kind of just tell you in general, this is what you might be. And that's the one thing I like about the Enneagram. And I don't, again, I'm sorry if I'm saying it wrong, but it's, it's, it's very cautious to tell you, boom, this is what you are. It's more going to be like this. These are the possibilities of what you could be. And then you need to go and research these things and find out exactly if, you know, which one resonates more with you. And everything that they say, they everything I have heard, they say, when you hear it, it will resonate. And one of these things did resonate with me. And so now it says on here that I am most likely a type five or a type nine. So let's go talk a little bit about a type nine. I'm not going to spend too much more time on this because I think this could be an entire other podcast um, because there's a lot to talk about. This is a pretty short explanation of it. So I'm going to go through this. Then we're going to go ahead and end this this here. And then I'll come back maybe sometime next week after I've had some time to digest this. And we'll talk a little bit more about what I've learned from this. Um, where's my zoom? There you are. This text is a little small. I am getting old. Okay, so the the type nine, and I'm going to tell you right now, this is exactly the type that I thought I was when I heard it explained. Um, and so, and I mean, I was going to say that before I took it, but I just didn't want myself to, I didn't want to, sometimes if there's something I really want, then I've molded myself into that. And so I didn't want that to happen. So I didn't want to say it, but that that is, I have my Google Doc up here right now that shows all the things I know about a nine. So uh, the type nine is a peacemaker. So it is labeled as keeping peace and harmony. People of this personality type essentially feel a need for peace and harmony. They tend to avoid conflict at all costs, whether it be internal and interpersonal. As the potential for conflict in life is virtually ubiquitous, ubiquitous, ooh, fun words, the, the nine's desire to avoid it generally results in some degree of withdrawal from life. And many nines are, in fact, introverted. Other nines lead more active social lives, but nevertheless remain to some degree checked out or not fully involved. Uh, I, I resonate with that a little bit because... I consider myself an introvert, but I am not crippled by it. I can go out, I can be among people, I can hold conversation, I can get re I can get a lot from it. But if you'd ask me what I'd rather do, I'd rather go home. And then sometimes when I'm sitting at a table with people and they're talking about something and I I know the feeling of when I get checked out. Um and that's usually when I start thinking I should just go home now. So um as if to insulate themselves from threats to their peace of mind. Ooh. Most nines are fairly easygoing. They adopt a strategy of going with the flow. They are generally reliable, sturdy, self-effacing, tolerant, and likable individuals. I would say that all. This is why this really res this really did resonate with me. And I was hopeful that when I took a test, that would also be like, yes. You know, kind of. So now I've had two things that are kind of pointing me towards this probably being correct for me. Um, but we'll talk a little bit more about that later. The nine's ability to tolerate conflict sometimes translates into an overall conservative approach to change. Mm -hmm. Change can provoke unpleasant feelings and disrupt the nine's desire for comfort. Uh, yeah, sometimes. Uh, but I also really like change. Less healthy nines seem incapable of motivating themselves to move into action and bring about effective change. When change does come, however, it is as it generally will. Nines find that they're usually well able to adapt. Yeah, that's true. 
they tend to be more resilient than they give themselves credit for. In fact, nines tend not to give themselves enough credit in general. And their self-effacing attitude often seems to invite others to take them for granted or to overlook their often significant contributions. <laughs> it's just weird because I was talking to somebody about this exact same thing. I need more confidence. I need to assert myself more, things like that. Uh, this can cause a subterranean anger that builds up inside the nine psyche, which can erupt into consciousness and occasional fits of temper which quickly blow over, but w which more often manifests itself in passive-aggressive foot-dragging. Huh. Subterranean anger. I don't know. I'm going to have to think that through. Occasional fits of temper. There's some times where I'm just like, why did I get so mad about that? I'm going to have to think that one through. Uh, being overlooked is often a source of deep sadness in nines, a sadness that can scarcely ever, ooh, sorry, <laughs> I'm gonna have to reread this one. Being overlooked is, an, is often a source of deep sadness for nines, a sadness that they scarcely ever give voice to. Ooh, huh. And it's kind of weird because I feel like I can't really expound on that much more it's like i don't have the words and that's kind of what it's saying uh nines frequently mistype themselves so this is interesting as they have a rather diffuse diffuse sense of their own identities this is exacerbated by the fact that nines often merge with their loved ones and through a process of identification take on characteristics of those closest to them Female nines frequently mistype as twos, especially if they are the mothers of small children. Nines, however, are self-effacing, whereas, I hope I'm saying that right, I'm sorry if I'm not, but, uh, whereas twos are quite aware of their own self-worth, nines often mistake themselves for fours, but nines tend to avoid negative emotions, whereas fours often exaggerate them. Um, exaggerate, exaggerate, exaggerate. Exacerbate. Exacerbate. Sorry. <laughs> nines also can't read words. Uh, intellectual nines, especially males, frequently mistype as fives, but fives are intellectually contentious, whereas nines are conciliatory and conflict avoidant. Yeah. So that was the other thing when when they were talking about these types in the, in the show I was listening to. Um, I, you know, it's kind of fluctuating between the five and the nine. And mostly the five and the nine is more about your motivation for it and um whereas i consider myself to be very intellectual i am not i am not um i wouldn't bring conflict into that i would be like you know let's talk about our ideas but let's keep it civil right whereas fives will like get really passionate about something even at the expense of hurting somebody's feelings so um okay so that is essentially in a nutshell a nine uh i think it does really resonate with me however what we need to look at and we'll, we'll pretty much end it here, but I think what we'll talk about next time is um, it says I am most likely a type 5 or a type 9. So actually, I'll tell you what, we're about 44 minutes in, but I'm going to go ahead and read the 5 now, and we'll leave it at that, and then I'll do a little bit of soul searching. How about that? And we'll try to figure out exactly who am I. Uh, so type 5 is the investigator. Thinkers who tend to withdraw and observe. That's, yeah. So people of this personality type essentially fear that they don't have enough inner strength to face life. So they tend to withdraw, to retreat into the safety and security of the mind where they can mentally prepare for the emergence into the world. Fives feel comfortable and at home in the realm of thought. They are generally intelligent, well-read, and thoughtful, and they frequently become experts in the areas that capture their interest. This is already kind of like not really, uh, this isn't really resonating with me. While there are sometimes scientifically oriented, especially with the six wing, just as many fives are drawn to the humanities as it is not at all uncommon for fives to have artistic inclinations. Hmm. Fives are often a bit eccentric, 
They feel the need to alter their beliefs to accommodate majority opinion. Mm -mm. Uh, I actually tend to do the other way around. Whatever the majority opinion is, I tend to actually go the other way. Uh, And they refuse to compromise their freedom to think as they please. The problem for fives is that they are comfortable in the realm of thought, and they are frequently a good deal less comfortable when it comes to dealing with their emotions, yeah, the demands of a relationship, or the need to find a place for themselves in the world. Fives tend to be shy, non-intrusive, independent, and reluctant to ask for help that others might well be happy to extend to them. Yeah, I always ask for help. Fives are sensitive. They don't like, they don't feel adequately defended against the world. To compensate for their sensitivity, fives sometimes adopt an attitude of careless indifference or intellectual arrogance, which is unfortunate consequence of creating distance between themselves and others. Trying to bridge the distance can be difficult for fives, as they are seldom comfortable with their social skills, but when they, man- when they do manage it, they're often devoted friends and lifelong companions. Fives are usually somewhat restrained when it comes to emotional expression, but they often have stronger feelings than they let on. That resonates. Few people know what's going on behind the, beneath the surface, as fives, fives have often exaggerated the need for privacy and a deep-seated fear of intrusion. Because of the sensitivity and fears of inadequacy, fives fear being overwhelmed, either by the demands of others or by the strengths of their own emotions. They sometimes deal with this by developing a minimalistic lifestyle, ooh, yeah, in which... <laughs> I don't know why I said that like that, sorry, Uh, but that resonates, Um, in which they make few demands on others in exchange for few demands being made on them. Yes, I don't demand your time, don't demand mine. Uh, Other fives make their peace with the messiness of life and engage with it more fully, but they almost always retain their fear that life is somehow going to demand more than they can deliver. Fives, especially with the four wings, sometimes mistype themselves as four. Such fives recognize that they have strong emotions and don't identify with the often extremely cerebral portrait of type five. But fives, unlike fours, often retain some degree of discomfort when it comes to expression of their emotional states. However, much faculty they gain, they may gain with it. I can't read. The language... Basically, guys, the language of emotion is not their native tongue. There we go. I can't talk. I'm done. I'm done reading out loud. I wouldn't make a good um, a good audiobook reader. So there's definitely some things in the five that resonate with me. Uh, the the whole I don't put pe- demands on people that I don't want to put be put on me. Um, so if I don't if I don't invite you to my house at midnight to have some kind of party, then don't expect me to go when you invite me, <laughs> basically. You know, that kind of idea. So I resonate with that, and so I see a couple of things. And remember, you can always be more than one thing. And there's also stressors, and uh, I'm trying to remember the other term. I don't remember it now. But basically, when you're stressed out, sometimes you bring out some of these characteristics. And then sometimes when everything's going great and your life is perfect, then you you might have some of these. So there's some more that I need to explore here. But I think that tonight this has really solidified for me that nine is most likely where I'm going to spend a little bit of time researching. I'll research some of the other ones later. Um, I am also going to go take that other test that they said takes around 40 minutes. This one only said like 20 and we're already almost an hour in. So take that with a grain of salt, you know. Um, thank you so much for listening. I hope that this was at least a little interesting. This is probably the most that anyone who knows me in my personal life will get to know about my psyche. This is probably it. And the sad fact to me is that 99% of the people I know will not listen to this because they don't, they won't take the time. And that's actually kind of also why I'm doing it. Because if you are the kind of person who really wants to get to know me enough to listen to my podcasts, then you might be a person that's worth investing my time in, you know, and being being closer to and being, um, you know, being friends with. I don't know. So uh, I'm doing this a little bit more for me, really, just because it gives me an outlet to talk out loud about this stuff and hear myself say it. Um, it kind of look sort of sort of like a therapy session. You guys are my therapists. 
Um, I'm kidding about that. If you need therapy, please get an actual licensed therapist and don't just start a podcast. Okay, cool. That's it for now. I'm going to I'm gonna go soul search a little bit. I hope you guys will too. Um, remember that if you're listening to this on iTunes or Google Podcast or Stitcher or Spotify or wherever it is you're listening, number one, thank you. But number two, also make sure you check out this podcast on Anchor. Anchor.fm slash anchoritis. Um, that is a fantastic app where you can leave call-ins and I would love to hear from you guys. If there's any call-ins you want to do about, have you taken this Enneagram test before? Have you taken a personality test? I'd love to hear what your personality type is, um, and how you've learned to not just accept that, but also to work on your weaknesses, which is what my goal is. I want to work on some of these things that don't paint me in the best light and, um, Try to find a way to be a better person. So if you if you would like to join the conversation, I'd love to hear from you. Just tap that little call-in button once you make an account on Anchor. It's completely free. Um, and you, you'll hear your own voice right here on the show, just like you're calling me on a radio station. It's really cool. It's a great app. It is a wonderful community. I've met so many amazing people on there who support me and support this podcast. And speaking of support, there is a support button on Anchor where you can financially support this podcast. Um, all proceeds from that will just go to equipment. You know, there's a lot of stuff that we can that we can improve on here. We have a decent pair of mics. We have a decent recorder. Uh, we have nice headphones. So, you know, we're doing all right. So don't feel pressured to do that. But the option is there should you want me to continue on this journey and to do it with better sounding equipment that maybe has some pop filters are important all right everybody thank you so much for listening again just shout give me give me give me give me a call if you want to if you want to chat that'd be great all right take care